Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. We need longer commercials. Uh, the back one. <laughs> so yeah, we're back live, Mike. We're back live. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. I know we are. Uh, very, very, very uh, excited to have an amazing in-studio guest, Brian Latimer, uh, with his family in studio tonight. Man, so awesome. Uh, let me remind you, we want to hear from you. Lots of ways to get in touch with us. Hit us up on the IM. Also, hit us up on our social media feeds, at Ike Live Show. And uh, if you're watching right now on Facebook and you want to get into a amazing promotion for the Ike Live gift bag, load it with stuff from all of our sponsors, every one of them. Mystery Tackle Box, Liquid Mayhem, Real Snot, Founders, uh, Primal Urge Foods, uh, all of them. Every one of them, Tackle Warehouse, all of them, uh, Dr. Squatch, all of them are in there. Like and share this live feed on Facebook, and you'll be randomly entered into that contest. Uh, also want to remind everybody, got just a couple updates real quick for you. Uh, the Ike Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am, Pete, is coming up. It's like a month, month and a, a quarter away. It's the first week of August this year. Can't wait. Can't wait. I know you're excited about it. Plenty of spots still available in the Pro-Am. If you want to sign up and fish with a pro, or if you want to enter with your own boat, Pete, uh, plenty of spots still available. Go to the IkeFoundation.org. Get information on how to sign up for the tournament. Pete, the good news is this year we're giving away a fully rigged bass cat boat with a Yamaha outboard for first place. See, I've been waiting to win until the boat was fully rigged. Right. You, you, I've been you, you, you just said, hey, <laughs> I want that outboard on there, so I'm going to wait. You're due. I, I swear, Pete, you're due. One of these years. Maybe is, this year. It's going to be. It's fun trying. I love I love the tournament. love the format. I love fishing with new people, and it, it's it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, gonna, it's a cool derby. It's going to be good. Also, uh, we have the Ike Foundation Casino Night which is the Thursday before. It's going to be a fun night out. Uh, if, if you're looking for an event this summer to take your wife, to take your fiancé, your significant other, go to the IkeFoundation.org, look up Ike's Casino Night. Pete, we're going to have it at the Yards Brewery oh, over okay. Philadelphia. It's going to be it's just going to be a fun night. All the proceeds generated from Ike's Casino Night will go toward kids fishing. So it's a really great event. So I want you to look for that on IkeFoundation.org. Uh, Pete, I, I got a note here, and I want you to talk a little bit more about it. I know you mentioned it in the first segment, but we've got a BU Live, Bash You Live, coming up tomorrow night with a really, really amazing guest. Pro- probably you, got, you can argue one of the best anglers in the world. On the planet. On the planet. Ever. Ever. You mm-hmm. know? You, you you mentioned Kevin Van Dam and Roland Martin and Rick Klun. I think you got to put this guy in, in that same sentence somewhere. Who do we got coming? Brian Thrift. Um, in studio. Wow. Live in studio. Wow. He's going to be answering questions from our subscribers. We're going to be giving away a lot of prizes. And I just think it's a great opportunity 
Brian, uh, what what is cool about him, I think, is uh, he does things a lot differently it, than a lot of other guys, Mike. Uh, you know, I mean, he just got his own style. He has that speed, that run and gun, a unique practice style. He has figured out some things that 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 are amazing, and I'm looking forward to having him in studio for Bash U, where we dive in deep, we get into the details, uh, and that's going to be tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Wow. BashU.tv. Wow, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. I mean, mm. to have that much success, I want to know about it. You know what I mean? Like personally, I want to know. I want to listen to it. You know. He- He's done so good at Ufala on brush piles, 70 brush piles. How many brush piles can you fish in a day? I don't think 70. I got to ask, has he, is he able to fish 70 brush piles in the, a day? Dude, the, 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 fastest, the fastest I've ever fished and the most water I've ever covered, and it wasn't a brush pile deal, but it was a Delaware River tournament. I would say in the Delaware River Elite event, you were moving. I tried literally to hit my goal in my mind was 50 spots a day. The elite? The elite. And I couldn't hit 50 spots a day. Yeah. But that was my mindset, that I wanted to hit 50 yep. places in a day. So what were you touching, 35, 40? I think 30, 30 to 40, probably, is about right. But I could they're not... they're quick ones yeah. because... They're quick ones. Because they're a couple casts. They're a couple casts. Mm-hmm. So for... for yeah, for Thrift to hit 70, yeah, yeah. 75 <laughs> piles in a day, dude, difficult. Yep. Well, he, he talks about, uh, you know, in his in his recent Bashu seminar. By the way, a great warm-up uh, for you guys. Uh, go to Bashu.tv and watch Brian's recent seminar we released last week about how he does it, how he fishes brush piles. So you want to re- you want to watch that, giving you guys a little homework, get prepared for tomorrow night's show. But he, he pulls up on those brush, I mean, makes just a handful of casts and strat and theory and you know, he's going to get the big ones. He's looking for only the big ones, and he's going to get them in the first two or three casts. He doesn't get them. Two. Off wow. to the next one. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, let me remind everybody watching uh, tonight, we have tons of promo codes for all the Ike Live sponsors. Everyone we mentioned tonight, if you go to the IkeLive.com webpage, you're going to see loads of them. Uh, everything from Liquid Mayhem, Ike Live 25, 25% off. To Flambo, Ike Live, MTB, Ike Live, Real Snot, Ike Live 25, Dr. Squatch, Ike Live 20, Primal Urge Foods, Ike Live. All these companies are providing codes for you to get their products at a deep discount. So please check that out. Uh, I, I want to mention something, too. Is is Where's Dave? Where's Dave at? Because I do want to have him in there for this sex, section. Beats me. Dave, you out there? I don't know if Dave's out there. Uh, is Dave still out there? Brian Carpenter, give us a little update. I know uh, I saw in in some of the comments that came in promoting the show, a lot of people, um, there's excitement. A lot of people want to know what's going on with the Ike Live boat build. (laughs) Oh, you brought Dave in for that. I brought Dave in for this. (laughs) (laughs) Because reason I Wait a minute. He's not part of the boat build. No, no, no. But the reason I brought Dave in for this is because he was – he was actually curious. He was asking me as well, what's what's going on? You know, we saw we got to see a first nice video of, of some some things happening with this boat build. You know, you start. <laughs> what the hell is that? What? Am I supposed to put that image up? Yeah. What's the matter? <laughs> you started out with this boat that was essentially a, a trash John boat. 
and you've you you've built it now to this. You're doing an Ike Live boat build. Talk talk a little bit about the Ike Live boat build, Brian. Well, uh, I guess uh, last week we put up the first uh, installment of it, which was basically just gutting the boat. Um, I believe this Monday or Tuesday is episode two, where we take the boat and we weld the holes in the bottom of the boat. There were some significant holes that were being held together with some epoxy. And the actual hull of the boat. The hull of the boat. Okay. Had a guy weld it, but um, but from there we, we 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 reframed out all new decks on it, and uh, and and uh, at this point where we're at right now with the boat, um, it is framed, it's decked, uh, the live well is plumbed in, and most of the electric is done. So um, I've got a few more electrical connections to make, some LED lighting to run on it, and then we're going to take the boat, we're going to we're going to leak test it, float it off the trailer, make sure all the pumps are working, all the uh, and that it's holding water, and then uh, rivet the decking down and and template it for uh, marine mat. We're using marine mat instead of carpeting. Um, so that's about where the pro- project is at. And uh, I guess I got an image that some jerk might have put together for me. Oh. I don't know what this means, but <laughs> oh, that's the bottom end of your taquito motor. That's the bottom. Oh, that's end of- it. It, it, Brian, is that your torpedo? I guess it is. Okay, so we uh, part of I'm giving giving away a little bit because I know Brian probably wanted to save this for a video, but yes. Brian's using a torpedo motor on the back, this a high correct. propulsion, amazing motor. Uh, w- w- we talked about that in one of the last shows, Pete. <laughs> we had the torpedo motor in here, but this is a picture. This is an image, Dave, of Brian's torpedo. Right here. Super high technology, man. Dude, dude, I tell you, the, the technology that goes into that torpedo is far superior than any troll motor that's out there. I don't right understand now. it. It's basically like AI. It, it is it AI. It thinks on its own. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, you when know? you talk about you know everything from um, a drawing from the batteries at different levels to knowing when the pulse and, and knowing when to go to high thrust or low thrust, it that torpedo, Brian's torpedo is actually AI. Technologies, which is, is pretty amazing. It's next level advanced technology. Wow! So I, much so that he's dialed into our feeds. He is. It does. It has. I didn't know what was calling me the other night. Are you saying Bri- Are you saying Brian's torpedo is dialed into it's, our own it's feeds? It's taking on a life of its own. Wow. <laughs> Pete, I mean, I I, I, I knew about this. this he stuff. actually he actually would like to talk to you. Brian's torpedo. Yes. So you're saying the actual motor, the Brian's torpedo, the robot. Yes. Okay. Well, I like I like to talk to Brian's Turkito. This is this is all AI. Good evening, Mike. I like Brian's Turkito. Brian's Turkito. Do you have any questions for him, Mike? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Brian's Turkito. Uh, wow. Uh, <laughs> what was that movie from the '80s with the missiles going across? <laughs> I thought that was that for a second. War games. War games. Uh, Brian's torpedo. Is it true that you're you're going to be probably the fastest boat out here on the Thursday nighters here locally? Hey Mike, it's funny why Brian fails to charge me and then tells me I suck when I don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he's really getting to know Brian already. I know. <laughs> We got to hear him though. Seriously, I think he has things to tell us about Brian. Dude, what, what's amazing? All right, so uh, Brian's Torquedo. Do, do you know any secret things about Brian the Carpenter, the producer of the Ike Live? Yes, Mike. Affirmative. 
Yeah, no ice is mushroomed under my cowling from his life. Did you? Did I hear you right? Did you say he hides his mushrooms he under hides, your cowling? He said that he hides his mushrooms under the cowling from his wife. Oh, from his, oh he hides it from his wife. He yes. hides it from Heather under the cowling of the torpedo. Well, can, uh, Brian's a torpedo. Can you tell me? Don't any, bring my wife into this. Brian, <laughs> into this crap. Brian's torpedo. Can you tell me anything else relevant about Brian? Mike, why does Brian hit me? <laughs> this is complete crap. <laughs> Brian, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Brian's torpedo. You're saying Brian hit you? Is this is this motor abuse? Yes. His weapon of choice is an oar. <laughs> <laughs> this is despicable, Pete. <laughs> Brian actually hits Brian's torpedo with an oar, a paddle, a wooden paddle at that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not Bilat is trying to create space between himself <laughs> and this, and, and this segment. Does <laughs> 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 anyone else have any other questions for Brian's torpedo while I got him on the line? <laughs> Pete, you have anything real quick before we let Brian's torpedo go? Can Can you give us an idea of the completion date? Of the boat? Of the boat. Oh, that's a good one. He's, he's slow to respond. What? <laughs> Hold on. I'm losing him. I'm losing him. Brian didn't charge him. <laughs> Don't you blame me for your sins. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying there, guys. So you want to know if he knows if there's any kind of completion time frame. Yeah. We're all curious because the boat... Boat, <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you have it. Brian's Torquedo right. live on Ike Live. The AI technology is unbelievable. Dude, you thought Minn Kota with Spotlock was good. What do you see Brian's Torquedo? It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, actually, he said, please, let me just say one more thing. Oh, okay. Brian's Torquedo. He's back. AI. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll do him later. Now. Oh, we'll do him later. Okay. All right. Brian's Torquedo. Well, that was riveting. Wow. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dave. Man. Uh, wow. But it is an amazing motor. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to rip it up out there. All right, don't hit it with an. By the oar. way, by the, yeah. Anyhow, go ahead. We'll get we'll get to this. Later. All right. What well, the tie-in here though is is the other Brian. You you had little boats. You had John boats yeah, too. Man. Yeah, I started out with a twelve. My first boat was a twelve foot al- aluminum boat. Same. I only had a trolling motor at first. Dude, that is so sad. Uh, where in we the all truck. where we grew up here. 100%. <laughs> Everyone started yeah. like that. Yeah. That's exactly how everybody in South Jersey truck. started. I remember it to the T, a low twelve thirty six. Um I actually got it to duck hunt with first. Yeah. And then I figured out we don't have ducks where we live, so then I started fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and so um I got an engine the next summer. So I would <laughs> dude, I would get to the ramp. And, you know, I would back down the ramp just like I had a real boat. Yeah. I had to assemble all of that crap in the ramp. Yeah. The boat, 
the motor, the engine, the troll motor, the, <laughs> the gas thing. tank, your tackle, your cooler, uh, like all of that. You had to, dude, it was Dude, it was I chaos. transported my John boat on top of an 85 Datsun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, heck yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, you did. Heck yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I remember that. Yeah, it was a hatchback yeah. stick. Mine was in the back of my Isuzu truck, and then um, and then I finally worked enough to get a, a jet ski trailer, like the uh, third summer. Nice. Yeah. No, I never did that. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what I did? We, you know what trailer? Remember Home Depot? Yeah, the Home Depot. Yeah. Like a metal trailer that came in a box, like I remember like this. the size of a golf cart. Oh bag, yeah. You know, like a golf bag. Yeah. And I assembled, assembled a trailer from it. Yep. Yeah. yeah they were terrible. Yeah, they, they were, were terrible. The they were good for a couple seasons, maybe. Yeah. yeah. A season. Yeah. They were okay. terrible. My first boat was my boss's boat. I borrowed that for five years. John boat. Wow. A little John boat. I, the only thing I could afford was the rack for my car. So <laughs> <laughs> I bought a rack so that I could haul haul that boat around. Mine was a raft. A raft. Yeah. Inflatable. Yeah. Inflatable, yeah. Hey, humble beginnings. With an electric yeah. troll motor. You know? But and you yeah. know, I saw your humble beginnings looking sharp. I I, I mean, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was what, looking at it. What they've yeah. done, what you've done with the crawdad is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Vegas has crawled out. Yeah. Yeah. And Vegas has fished more tournaments so far <laughs> yeah. this year than Dave has cool. in the last <laughs> <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> it, it, it was neat to see it, you know, the this boat that I had for such a long time. This boat that I had literally since the early 90s. Yeah. It's called a Coleman crawled out. It's basically a John yeah, boat. Know exactly you know, same thing. Yeah. It's polyurethane. Yeah. And, you know, we had we would go through this process of decking it with half-inch half plywood. <laughs> We'd try to make these things look like a mini bass boat, right, you know. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. you know the deal. Yeah, no, You'd look at all these guys with these amazing rigs, and we can't afford it, you know. Yeah. Well, so we would do our own version of it. Yeah, Small and culture. And those that decking would last. What do you give it, Bry? Five years? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe five years. Water leaving it outside, it warps, right. it starts going. Right. So literally from from the early '90s to about a year ago, just constantly redecking it. And then I see Vegas. I see his, you know, what's going on with your son. I see him, his excitement for yeah. for something. You know, you can you can tell. You can yeah. see it in his eyes. I said, I'm going to do this right this time, and you know, get get the metal decking. You know, do it yeah. all right. And had this project where now he's got his own boat, and I got to cool. pass it to him. Dude, it's such yeah. a good feeling yeah. to pass that on imagine. to him. To pass the torch, yep. you know, and he such competes. a cool thing. He competes. And he competes yeah. with like it. That. It's really cool, yeah, man. I like that. Like, he just had a second event. He had a second people. event. He had a second event. Um, interesting thing for Vegas is this year in New Jersey, they lowered the age limit. It used to be 10 to 14, 15 to 18 were the two youth age brackets. Youth. This year we get a call about three months ago from our uh, New Jersey Bass Nation youth director and said, we lowered it to eight this year. Would you guys be interested in signing Vegas up? And we're like, well, we just asked them. We said, Vegas, yes. is this something you're into? Dude, and, you know, he just was drawn to it. Like, oh, this is what I, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. So we go through this whole thing. But until he actually competes, you, you don't know how yeah. he's going to do it. Yeah. These are eight-hour days Ooh. for an eight-year-old. The wow. first eight two hours. events, wow. his eight boat, hours? eight-hour days, dude, for an eight-year-old. Is he grinding from cast to cast? Dude, the he then? is grinding. Wow. It was unbelievable. So uh, Becky cool. was his boat captain for the first mm-hmm. I'm glad mom was his boat right. captain because, you know, you talked about that separation of being that competitive dad. Yeah, that's tough, man. It's tough. Tough to separate so yourself. Becky, Becky can do it a lot easier. Yeah. So she went out and boat captain, but I got to, I got off a plane at, at like 11.45 and I drove two hours straight to this weigh-in for Vegas' last tournament. 
And one of the most unbelievable things I watched, dude, is I watched him coming from the other side of Merrill Creek all the way down the shoreline trying to make it back to weigh in. And I watched him just casting, yeah. just casting the whole way. And I'm like, God, he's got it. You know, like <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. thinking it like because that's hard. That's hard to teach. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very yeah. hard thing to teach. And I'm I'm sure he's got it. It's yeah. a very hard thing to teach is that that desire yeah. and that want to keep going. Yeah. You know, Vegas had one fish in as well, but yeah. he just kept going. Yeah. He kept going. When I pulled up, I'm watching this and I look on the dock and there's 16, 17 year olds that are putting the boat on the trailer that have tied up to the dock. That are messing around, that are on their phones within sight of the ramp. And here's Vegas, dude, grinding. You guys instill that in him, man. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's real cool. And whether whether he wants, whether he's going to be a pro or whether he's, doesn't matter, matter, dude. It's a good life lesson. Good trait. It's a good trait. It's tough. It's tough to beat anyone that won't quit. That's right. It's tough. It's tough. And and I think it's it's great for parents that that instill that in their kids. And I think you're doing it, Brian. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's, uh, like you said, dude, it's so hard to, uh, especially like now you're pro, like you know what he needs to be doing, right? It's but hard. you got you got to give him the rod and walk away. It's hard, That's man. That's hard, dude. That's hard. Very hard. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. That, that separation is the hardest thing in the world. Uh, here, here's something I want to, I do want to switch gears and I want to talk about something else that you can't really teach and it's something I want you to talk about, Fry, because I've seen it with my own eyes, watching you compete, watching you fish. I've seen so many comments from people, and um, I like watching it because it's it's a rare thing to see it raw and real, which is emotion. Yeah. You, you know, when you look at the sport of bass fishing, um, emotion for a lot of years, especially when I got involved. Oh, you know, yeah, Pete yeah. Pete was Pete was actually my mentor. When I was going up, I looked I looked up toward yeah. Pete. Pete was the first one from New Jersey. But yeah. when we got involved, it was almost wrong yes, taboo, to show it? emotion. Yeah. And you, mm. Pete, you know what I'm talking Forget about. Forget all those it was, people. Dude, it was yeah. almost like, wrong. I, 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 <laughs> Brian, I physically remember starting with Bass, starting with the Redmans, and feeling awkward about showing emotion. Yeah. I wanted to fit in, dude. I wanted to wear the khakis. I wanted uh, to wear. Did they have you thanking Jesus? I, 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 of course, you got to turn to some poli- I'm politically correct here. But, 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 but almost along those lines. I know. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, almost like, yeah, along I those lines. Yeah, the vest, you know, the yeah. patches. Like you almost wanted to fit in so much that yeah. you that you bottled your emotion up, right? That you mm-hmm. didn't didn't let it out. Yeah. And uh, and it was tough because it was it was you know it was something that wasn't done, but now to watch it, not just you but you know yeah. this new generation yeah. of guys that are letting it out, I I, I love it dude. Yeah. I love to see it because it's Hell so yeah. real. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, it, people that don't understand that probably never really had to work or wait long enough. Because that's really what it is. They they probably really hadn't been denied. When you've been denied, like, over and over and over <laughs> yeah. and over and over, yeah. and something works, oh, man, you can't ask me to sit here and be quiet over that. Let dude, it out. You gotta yeah. do, I got to do something. I got to dance. I got to jump. I got to scream. Dude, a- after Seminole, literally, the, the next week, 
I didn't have a voice. Oh yeah. I didn't no voice, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Like, you can even hear it on live. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm flipping these holes. And I couldn't talk. <laughs> couldn't talk, dude. Sound like I'd a scream. smoker. Yeah, I couldn't scream. <laughs> I was coughing and hacking mm-hmm. and all that because I'd scream so much. Um, but yeah, dude, man, you you do get a lot of riff raff about that. You know, I get that, especially if it comes it comes more from my other competitors than it does from fans yeah uh i think i think fans like to see that from other competitors they're like oh yeah you know that's kind of stupid the way you hollered like that yeah yeah but if it's real uh dude somebody's gonna have something yeah Yeah, but there's people that try to manufacture that yeah and and that's that's the thing i i'm i'm i'll never you know tell somebody to i want them to be themselves but for anglers that are emotional yeah. And it's real and it's raw and you could tell. Yeah, and dares you to. You know what I mean? Like you could tell. When I watch Brian's videos and when I watch that FLW thing, dude, you don't get your hairs don't stand up on your arm for stuff that's fake. It was sincere. It was sincere. And I, I, I love it, dude. I, I loved watching it too and, and you gotta take a lot of credit. For opening that door yeah, for really. a lot of people, yeah, you, you took a, you took a lot of heat. Real talk, man. You yeah. probably lost more sponsors than most people will ever get because of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> real talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that that is real talk, though, man. I mean, uh, you know, I'll never forget the O3 Classic, dude. That was, uh, it was. I bet you can say the same thing I said. Like, your fans love it. Your competitors, your competitors think it's over overkill. Oh yeah, it's weird how that mm-hmm. works. Yeah, um, but it's I I think everybody out there that 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 wasn't a pro at the time could could relate to that O three classic. You know, never give up. Like that still is resonating yeah. to this day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know that's like sixteen years ago, dude. Yeah, and like people they never forget that. Uh, yeah, because, because who, it's real. Yeah, whoever like acted like that, that was it was organic. It was real. You were about yeah. to walk, dude. And oh, that's yeah. that, and just yeah. like you said, you know, we we had suffered enough. I, you know, we, had, we, I mean, and that all was oh, we coming suffered. out. That, we were, yeah. that was all coming out because we couldn't oh, yeah. get sponsors. We couldn't yeah. break through. The breakthrough we, was tough. Was, the sponsors yeah. were on the fringe. Some were going. Some were they getting were, ready to go. And then you throw, in our situation, you throw failure and deterioration of a relationship because of yeah. the nature of fishing yeah, yeah. you know you know you're blessed that you don't you didn't have that but yeah, we we had relationships that were failing because of what we did yeah life is failing on top of yeah. it's failing right yeah. Yeah. yeah and all that was stirred into Bottled the pot up. at the same mm-hmm. time you know yeah and you want me to be quiet when I'm about yeah. to very win? emotional okay that makes a lot of sense it <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense at all yeah. dude dude but, i've been walking through poverty for 3 years man <laughs> yeah. we're letting it go right yeah. now yeah i remember and this was this was funny and you you kind of you mentioned this day but i remember sitting in a meeting with Jerry McKinnis uh, Mike, you remember this? You got you. I know you remember this meeting because he was like, "I want everybody to express themselves. I want, I want you guys, because you did that, right? Yeah. You, you, Jerry saw the effectiveness of that, and he wanted to get everybody to try that. And it was kind of awkward because you saw guys that, like George Cochran, oh, when yeah. he he yeah. wanted Gunnersville, yeah. and he was trying to express himself, but he. He's not comfortable in that arena, right? And you see, you see some other guys doing it that just, you know, they're for twenty years they've been reserved. They've they don't they don't know how to let go or, right. or how to do it. 
how to, but they just got to be themselves, and that's right. what that's, that's what cool. anglers got to be. Cool. You yeah. just got to be a the, gotta be. you got to be the best version of yourself. You can't try right. to be you or you. Yeah. You know, you got to be yourself, and then it, then it'll be you know your your celebration will be true. Yeah, people will respond to it. Yeah, they'll like it. They'll like you for it. They'll hate you for it. Yeah. But you know oh, the haters are, the haters are everywhere and they're important yeah. in today's world. So uh, you just got to be yourself. They're important or are they self-important? How are they important? Uh, well, I, I think they're real important. I mean, yeah. the the haters, are, man, they they're almost more passionate fans than the people that like you. Yeah, they got to watch you to hate you. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> true. You know, they're they're. Uh, I, I mean, on that note, when you're talking about being yourself, like Clun never hollers, and I still watch him. And like get that goosebump feeling yeah. when I see him do yeah. something magical. Yeah. It's different. He yeah. never, he never yeah. like hoops, hollers. And, nah, you know he but, might shake a little bit, but I still get that feeling because I know, like I can, I can sense it. Yep. Even though he's not screaming, I can sense that like he's, oh, yeah. he's jacked he's up. He's got that yeah. whole Bill Belichick control thing going on. Man. Mm-hmm. Where it's just this measured calm that's yeah. across the board. And I, I remember learning that from like my mentor, uh, Rich Schneiderite, uh, who, I mean, I couldn't. I, you know, when I was like you, when I first started catching, you catch a big fish, you're like, Arr! you know, you're yeah. you're celebrating, you're you're, and he would catch a big, and he was so calm and reserved and just focused, like don't get don't get too high, don't get too low, keep it right in the keep middle, keep it even keel. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, all over, dude. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all over, dude. Yeah. Sorry. Now, I, now this is a good 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 time to corner you. I've seen your highs are just as high as mine. Yeah. Are your lows pretty low, or are you able to um, maintain composure on those low, low, no, low I, moments? I, I won't. Um, I won't break down into like a, a whole negative rent too bad, because uh, I've had some situations where I probably could have done that. I, I, can, I think I can honestly say I can control it. Yeah. Um, my my lows don't come out as all always come out as cursing or yeah you know whatever yeah or you know punching something or throwing something don't always come out that way my lows might come out as as in maybe a little negative self-talk in my mind not necessarily aloud or anything like yeah. that but you know i'm definitely melting inside when when bad when stuff goes bad but it, it may not always come out vocally or may not come out vocally in public Right. My wife gets to hear it when I get home. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I deal with it with the kids differently. Yeah. It comes out that way, but it, not necessarily. How, how know, do you, how did down. you yourself mitigate the, uh, like the self-loathing, right? The 1200 mile car ride home where you're $8,000 more broke than you were when you started. Yeah, that's tough. How did you bounce back from that? Oh, dude, like, because, because if, you know what's holding back a lot of people? that want to do it or they're able to do it is their jobs are too good. My job sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so as bad as fishing may have been, it was very, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go back to, to digging holes. Yeah. Like that, that's sucked. Like having like this not so great work life was the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause I, you know, if I wouldn't have had that, then I would have, I would have never, it would have been too safe. Right. I had too yeah. much. I would have made, had too much money, and I had not have to deal with clients and you know all that stuff. If that was easy and good, then I would have. I could have just stayed there and just made a good living. But it sucked. It sucked so yeah. bad yeah. that even sucking and fishing was cool. You know, like I, you know, it was it was still good. You still want to keep getting up and doing it yeah. again the next. Yeah, day. and plus I just love fishing too, though. I mean, yeah. I, I really yeah. do just love fishing. 
I guess I'm looking, I'm looking for that one sentence. Like, you know, like how you get salvation in a sentence sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking for that one sentence, how, how you... You just got to love it, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is all it is. I, I, how do so you reconcile the, the, the lows, man? Yeah. When the dude, lows, I, the lows I, are I'm, tough to stomach I can sometimes. tell you, I, I struggle. Like, I, I missed three fish down in Tennessee. Um, that wouldn't have won the tournament, but might have got me in the cut. Every single day, I still am reliving those. Still now, it's been what two a month, two months yeah. now. Yeah, I can relate. And every every single day, I'm like, what could I? How could I have adjusted differently? Yeah. How what could it? It just haunts me. Yeah. And yep. it it always it it's every single tournament like that. The worst the worst for me is after a crummy event that didn't go your way. The next day, you have to fish. Um, I can't yeah. even concentrate. I love that. I can't even I concentrate. I always want another crack, dude. Yeah, well. I always want another crack. I, I want right. another crack, but. I want it right I, now. I got to find out <laughs> yeah. how to mitigate and yeah. get that, get the demons out of my head. Yeah. So yeah. that I can look forward. See, I was always wishing you know? for high winds so I could just go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I know I'm not in contention. I'm, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're like, please blow 50. Yeah. You cancel this tournament. You were saying you want that one answer. I think it's all just perspective, dude. Like. We're talking about fishing, like with high stakes, high financial stakes. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. not talking about dying. No, I mean, I we're know, not talking about like the perspective. Like you're really going to be sad over you lost eight grand when there's somebody that literally may not live or they can't fish. Imagine being handicapped, you can't fish at all, like yeah. at all. You couldn't. Yeah. Like there's no chance. That's the reality it's check. Perspective. Yeah, it's that like, that's the reality check. But when it's happening, it's hard to remove yourself from that competitive. It's almost like a competitive demon that you can't can't get rid you of. You can't get rid of, yeah. you know? Because I th- I think that, but it's usually like a day or two after, or a it's, week, or a week, or whatever, <laughs> you know? And then it's a re- it's a good reality check. And a lot of times it's, it's good to get home. For me, getting home is a good thing, you know? Because you're on the road and you're thinking about it. You're heading to the next event. There's no time to decompress. You get home, you can decompress and you can step outside of yourself and say, Oh man, come on. Yeah. I'm fishing, you know, and and what exactly what you said? Like, there's dudes with, you know, no limbs. There's dudes, you know, there's fishing, dude. But but when it's happening, it's hard. It's hard to remember. I I must not have those pathways. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. And I I recognize these people. I recognize. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. I can't turn that into motivation. I remember being out on tour, and if I catch a fish, and I make the checks, and I can pay my mortgage this month. Hmm. And if I don't catch a fish at that moment, like maybe sitting on 10 pounds or 12 pounds, and I need one, and I, and I will make the money, and then I got my mortgage covered. Jeez. And I've I've pressure. been in that pressure. That. I've been in that pressure cooker. Pressure. And I've made my mortgage payment, and I've been there and not made my mortgage payment. Pressure. You know, it's 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 intense, man. It. it it, it really is when you're starting out and you're trying to get over the hump. You're battling for sponsorships, yeah. like we were dealing with before you broke through. You know, I mean, it was it was touch and go, man. You you get a top ten, whew, I'm covered for a while. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, and then and then you're just you got that ever dwindling bank account, <laughs> you know, until boom, until you, you hit another one. So yeah. it's. It, it's men. This this sport is very very mentally challenging. It is. But keep in perspective, man. That's great advice for anybody tackling it because 
There's people going through a lot worse, you know. You're running out of money fishing. There's people running out of money for real, you know. Yeah, like and, no opportunity. Yeah. Like the, at least, you know, like in America, we have the – there is opportunity to get money. Like what Always. do you want to do? Wash your car. I don't know. Mm. Go pick up some sticks in somebody's yard. But like, there's people that literally live in countries where they can't – you can't make any – you can't yeah. make any money. Yeah. You can't uh, – you can't make any money. Yeah. It's the perspective. Like It is. It's true. Let me remind everybody watching, uh, we want to hear from you. You've got a question for Brian. You've got a question for anything you're hearing tonight. Please hit us up on the IM. Also, uh, you can ask a question on social media, at Ike Live Show, or a little bit in the third segment, Brian DeCarpenter, we're going to put up the 1-800 number. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll get to have some callers come in and let us know what's going to, on. Brian, do, real quick, look over your left shoulder. <laughs> what's sitting there? Hard, hard left. You almost hard left, you, buddy. The mirror? No, no, no. Keep going. Wait a minute. What is that? What? What is that? What happened? I don't know. What's I see a lot of things, dude. What do we see? <laughs> this stu- I know this studio is a blur. I see like stuff. so many things. Oh, Uh-oh. guitar. Hey, what? I don't play guitar. I play bass. That's a bass. Oh, oh is it a bass? <laughs> wait a minute. It looks like on. a guitar. Saying this is like wait. Yeah. This is like an MTB unboxing oh, right here. Yeah. This is like an MTB unboxing. Let's see. Let's see. What we got in here? This is a mystery tackle box bass. Hey, oh, yeah, it's a bass. What is this? Uh oh. Wait a minute. Ibanez. We've been known. Hey, it's a five string, dude. Man, we've been known to we've been known to put guys on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Like live oh. right here. We've been oh, you got to, an amp too, dude. Yeah. Oh, what is this? Look at this. Wow. What is this? All right, so we're really good at Ike Live Show oh about God. exposing hidden, hidden talents that is... of professional anglers all over this world, Pete. <laughs> and we've got uh, we've got one of the best pro anglers in the world on the couch right now. We're exposing. A hidden talent. And he's getting fired up. He's getting, I know. He's right at home. That, man. Can, I, can, I, can I just tell you an analogy? Remember we had the cast crew guys in the show, yes. and they brought their they brought their equipment, the Techniques 1200s, yeah. the turntables. And a freestyle rap. Dude, and, and they, dude, I got to DJ <laughs> yeah. again. Awesome. Did you see it? Did you see I was feel. I felt the vinyl, the feeling yeah. of the vinyl going through my fingers. It felt so good. felt so good. We got a, we got a little. We, we had to do this right, right here. Is it hooked up? It's the power, the power lights on, but nothing. Nothing's Uh-oh. coming through. Brian, come on, you're the producer. <laughs> producer, come on, right dude. Nice. Bring it, dude. Nah, there mad. we go. There we go. There we go. I'm gonna get mad. I'm trying to warn him. <laughs> oh. He's a little bit out of tune. That's a lot out of tune. That's cool, dude. We had to tune it up. Come on, Brian, bring me a bass to tune up, dude. Bro, I don't know. What to do about <laughs> oh, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Ooh, it's way out of tune. <laughs> Sounds cool. Maybe, maybe, maybe this could be the new Ike Live theme song. We we need a new Ike. We're, yeah, we're possibly moving <laughs> studios, so we should have a new song. Yeah, this could be a little bass lick. It's weird. It already sounds like that night. You remember that night? Yeah, I need to tune it. What is it? You never watch TV. No. I feel like I'm on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) 
multi-talented. <laughs> multi-talented. Well, it's, and it's confusing because in Brian's notes, another one of your talents here is that you like to chase strippers. Oh, um, no. That's not true. No. Stripers. That must be stripers. that right. Oh, stripers. <laughs> Who spelled it wrong? Stripers. Hey, what are y'all trying? My marriage is going fine, all right? Hold on. Let me just say, that was copy and pasting right. from a text message. No, but Mark I do Daniels, like the fish so. for stripers. He spelled it wrong. I, I love fishing for stripers. That like You did spell it wrong here. Yeah, Mark strippers. Daniels spelled it wrong. Uh, that's a different, that's a different <laughs> conversation. <laughs> did that one come from Mark? <laughs> it did. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know where Mark's mind's at. <laughs> Strippers. Oh, my God. God. Oh, no, Striper are awesome, though. Yeah, well, you t- the Inland Stripers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. South Carolina. You know, we have a lot of Striper at home. A yeah. lot of Striper, a big Striper population. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it starts to get really fun from about Thanksgiving until New Year's. A lot of, like, Probably won't touch a bass rod until. No kidding. Yeah, it's fun, dude. They're running the bluebacks all yeah, around, dude. They just you just follow the birds. Oh, okay. Hundred foot of water, back of the creek, it doesn't matter. You just look for the birds and you yeah. just, just chase them all day. They got like three things I use, dude: a bucktail, like a white bucktail, mm-hmm. and a jigging spoon. Wow. That's cool. That's it. That's like that's literally all you need. Right. It's a lot of and, it, has that helped you in bass fishing? Oh, 100% when it comes to graphing because that's all graphing. No you know? So you see them on the birds. Of course, you go there and the birds go away and you watch them on the graph. Yeah. So um, that's really how I learned how to use my graphs more than anything. Um, you know, watching them video gaming. Dude, my dad was doing that back when that wasn't even cool. That's cool now. <laughs> to do that, but like paper graph days, he was doing all paper that. graph yeah. days. Wow. wow, he was doing all that stuff then. You know, with the flasher, he could tell when there's fish under him with a flasher and all that stuff. And you know, back then I didn't think nothing of it, but looking back, I was like, dude, I'm. You know, sometimes it's hard to see him in trees. Yeah. With the two D sonar we have today, I had no idea how he knew what we were doing. Lining up on road beds and stuff. It's crazy. With a flasher. A freaking flasher, dude. Oh my gosh. That's what they used. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's all you had. A, you had a paper graph at the console. And you had a, if you're if you're yeah. cool, if you're real cool, you had a flasher at the front. Yep. Like a big, the big one, like the David Fritz one. Yeah. At the front. That's how. That's, Sounds, that's I, how I, I learned. I think a few guys still use a flasher. Larry Nixon, I heard, still has Is a flasher right, in his yeah. boat. That's what I heard. Well, for, for what? What's the? What's I have that? no idea. The real time. That's what is that what it is? It's real. It's instantaneous feedback. I I do remember, right when I got my first boat, my dad was still using the flasher for running, like you know, on right. plane, right? Um, instead of because you know the older graphs they wouldn't keep up the lag time, yeah, yeah. they wouldn't keep up on plane, right? Yeah. Because the computer has to interpret yes. what the transducer's telling it and then yeah. print out the image, yeah. So there's a there's a delay, and that's yeah. that's why the flashers were so wow. fast, yeah. it, because you could. By the time you would see a fish on your screen, he's gone. Right. And, right. You know, by old school technology, it's getting way better now yeah, with the yeah. new stuff. Now you've but got the, live imaging, yeah. and you're seeing the fish yeah. come up and eat real time. Yep. <laughs> it's all changing. Uh, Riz, I know we got a ton. Let's get caught up. I know we got a ton of IMs coming in. Yep. What do you got for yep. us? We'll, we'll, we'll dabble through it. Uh, the Bass Hippie wants to know, uh, who's the real grill master, b you or MDJ? Oh, MDJ. I don't do a whole lot Ooh. of cooking. No? Yeah. Okay. I don't do a lot of cooking at all. Okay. And um, um, how does MDJ cook his strippers? 
Struggling. <laughs> <laughs> They're blackened. Those <laughs> 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 troopers are blackened. <laughs> Do whatever you want to with that color. As long as you keep it private. <laughs> Thank God. Here's the thing. I thought about this today. Thank God. Brian the Carpenter didn't make us do a promo. Thank God you got here at seven and not five. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> when MDJ was here, Brian the Carpenter made us do a promo. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were in bathrobes. I, I remember out that. Fishing, and I was the most awkward he thing. Told me I lo- about that. I love Mark. He but, told me about But that. I didn't want to be in a bathrobe next to a gro- <laughs> another grown man. It was just felt very strange. It was Mark and O. And, o. and it was O, oh, too. Yeah. All of us were in bathrobes. It was very, Weird. very awkward. Were you, were you using Dr. Squatch on each other? I don't know, but it was very awkward. Go ahead, Riz. I'm sorry. Um, B-Lad, it's come in on the message board a few times about your uh, the, the slogan that you kind of live by. Uh, adversity dope. is dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's just cool, man. Like, yeah. like um, a couple of years ago, I started up. And I'm chewing on beef jerky. I guess that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's great because it's it's primal urge. You All feel right, free. Yeah. Get in yeah. there. <laughs> um, you know, having a couple bad years. A couple of years ago, when I was fishing Everstars and Opens, started kind of digging into sports psychology and motivational speakers and stuff and. Just like studying people's story, not so much their success, but their story. And I just kind of learned, like, most everybody that's doing something with their life pretty much had the same stuff I was going on. And I just kind of just, I was like, you know what? All that crap you're going through is actually, like, cool. Like, that's, yeah. that's cool stuff. Like, yeah. You know, there's people that didn't have money and then they're owning businesses, they're millionaires. And then, you know, there's people that... um could make the basketball team in high school and then they play in the NBA, you know, whatever. Goes on and on. You can go on and on with that. And I was like, dude, this is this is really cool. So I was like, you know, it, it adversity is dope. Yeah. That's, that's it's such a it, it, it's such a cool line because I remember the first time I saw it, you posted it somewhere on social media. I connected with it instantly. I don't yeah. know if it was because of the adversity side of it or it was the dope side of it. But I connected with it, and I think a lot of people did. I think a yeah. lot of people connected with it. Eric, the intern, do you know what the word dope meant? Do you know what the, the word dope means? Because he's, he's only yeah, like 20. Do you know? Oh, does, oh so I thought it was going to be something physical. You know, like somebody had to like really dope. What's the <laughs> modern term for dope? Sick. Sick? Yeah. Cool. All right. That's so it would cool. it would translate. It is. A, and dope is yeah. like a 90s Five. word. It's very, it's very 90s. 90s. <laughs> it's very 90s. Very 90s, man. Yeah. Flames, fire, lit. Yeah. Fire, yeah. lit. Okay. Adversary, yeah. Adversity what's is lit. What's lit? Hold on. Yeah, what's lit? What, what are we missing Come out on? Come on, dude. I said one thing the whole time. Lit means dope. Right. Yeah, it's just Oh, cool. okay. It's yeah. cool. It means good. It's important. Yeah. Right? And that's what I feel like, you know, I relate to it, like when you're out fishing and you're not catching them. You know, and you're you're battling through practice. You're you understand understanding that that's an important part of be, of yeah, success. It's it's important, and it's like you always feel like you're the only one. You know what I mean? That's like, suffering. You're the only one. Yeah, I'm the only <laughs> one that fishes one well, or two. Yeah. If you have a room with Mike, you are the only one not catching Pretty fish because he always has amazing practice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm always the opposite. <laughs> I come home, I got two bites all day. Mike's like, man, I got schools of five pounders. They were fighting for my lure. And then I found some That's sixes and eights. And, that man, never happens to me. I don't know which way I'm going to win this tournament. Never happens. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I actually, I think it's it is a little psychology for me there because I've had bad practices where I turn them in my mind into really good practices. Yeah. To psych myself into believing 
that there's yeah. potential to win, even right. if you have the worst area in the lake yeah. and well, you're not on anything. A giant, right? Everything's a giant <laughs> because when you hook it, you, you vision it's a big yeah, one. Yeah, right? exactly. I, it, I get yeah. that. Yeah. I get that. I yeah. totally get that. Yeah. You and never you never get caught. And in the Delaware River, anything it's two pounds or bigger is a giant. That's true. It's oh yeah. Very very true. Riz, what else you got coming through? Um, the Wawa Hoagie Lady would like to know if you were <laughs> plugged into the Riser 007 yet for uh, for stripers. I have no idea what that is. It's, what? It's a it's a bait made by Jackal, um, and it's actually a topwater bait. Oh, I know the Oh, riser. is it the thing that's got the buzzer? It's got, like, the metal blade on the front? Yeah. Yes. I just got one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like a sideways buzz bait looking thing. I heard is that what she's talking about? Before. Yeah, it's it's yeah. all that. I got yeah. one. I got one. I haven't used it yet, but it's but I don't know if our, our striper wouldn't hit that where I live. Schoolies. They wouldn't they wouldn't hit it. It's too slow. I would imagine that would be too slow. It's gotta be fast, dude. For summer summertime smallmouth. I mean uh striper. <laughs> anyway. It's gotta be moving, dude. Wintertime slow. Summer it's gotta be you know, like fast. gone. gone. That's yeah. just kinda like Jumping. a real across the top deal. Maybe in the river. In the current, that probably worked, but not, I don't know, openly. And uh, one more question that's going to kind of go out to the whole panel here. Um, panel. Josh Josh Hahn uh, has been hanging with us all night, and he's just starting to get into um, electronics on his boat. What's cool. a good baseline, um, you know, reasonably pl- priced fish finder that he can uh, that he can get on? Am I starting that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lawrence HDS-7. Yeah. That's what I started with. Um Dude, you can take the thing out of the pack and it works. Yeah. Like, you don't have to know anything. I think it uh, seems like fish finders are a big mystery to, to a lot of guys that are starting out and fishing, and it's really not that difficult. Um, I was just talking to Ike and Pete just a second ago. I would encourage you to, um, you know, depending on what type of fishery you're in, I would test it on striper. I think that was good for me because you got more repetition in. Anytime you're trying to learn something, yeah. repetition helps. You know, with, with striper, there's so easy to find and so i got to put in a lot of times i got to see a lot of fish you could see how fish look like when they're going in and out and of trees moving. and moving yeah. and stuff like that so you're not as guessing bass can be a little tricky sometimes you won't see but one or two here and there um but i would just start simple um lorance has the best 2d sonar i think there is i don't know you know you guys may have something else to say about that but uh just get that and maybe it's crappy for, for somebody else, yeah. uh, crappy. That might be an easy deal to start out with uh, on units, but I would say do that. And if you've got striper in your in your fishery, that's a great way to learn how to use your electronics. Pete, I want you to talk about wh- why this question's through. I know you've given this a lot, but I want you to re-mention a lot of these units outside imaging is real important. But for a guy that's buying his first unit, it's intimidating. You have a great tip on what how you learned. I want you to relay that. Um, I don't remember. I give out so many good things. <laughs> <laughs> Delaware River, high tide, low tide, you got the sea stuff. Talk about that. That's interesting. Well, you know, and, and side imaging has become important. And to your question, um, Lawrence makes great units. I use Humminbird units. Uh, a lot of this technology, side imaging, down imaging, 360, you got pan optics, Garmin, uh, that technology is available on the lower end units. It all has the same technology. Uh, really, the price points on your sonar is about how big your screen is. Uh, that's that's where you spend your money. Yeah. Uh, but the technology 
is given to really all those units. But 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 side imaging is so important. I, I fish tides a lot. Uh, the important thing is, and I like to do it in is high water. I I do my side imaging. I do my investigation on a flood tide when I have the maximum depth under the boat because the more depth you have the further out your side imaging can interpret information so at low tide or low water you can't see much it can, it can only go out a, a, a short distance but on high tide it can it can really really see stuff the simplest best thing best piece of advice i think for a beginning sonar is understanding what you're seeing get in a clear water situation where you can see something if it's a stump drive over the stump see how your sonar interprets it you know what you know it's a stump because visually you can see it see what that looks like on your down scan on your side imaging on your 360 and whether you're in 20 feet or 100 feet you'll know what a stump looks like see a school of bait fish drive over it see how your sonar interprets it Right. Uh, see with your eyes. See with your then, eyes, and then look at it on your underwater eyes. And then look look at it with your yeah. sonar. That's that's that has helped me tremendously in my fishing. And and if I ever get confused about what I'm seeing, yeah, like a lot of times I, I I'm like, is that grass? Is that malt? What is it? Man, I will drag a crankbait or I will drag something behind a boat to see if I can to snap. physically catch it or to physically hook it physically hook it yeah. get my hands on what I'm looking at eelgrass or yeah. moss or have whatever have you ever it is. hooked Jimmy Hoffa I've not okay I've not right. but I've heard he's been floating in the river from time to time <laughs> <laughs> he has uh, I I want to change topics here uh, and I, I want to talk about something that I know when we announced you were coming on the show Brian we had a lot of comments come through on our social media, and and I wanted to make sure I talked about this. We've got a lot of people that watch this show that are aspiring pros, right? That right. they're high school, they're college, they're you know the guy you talk about that's fifty, everywhere in between. One of the things you've done really, really, really well that escapes seasoned pros. Now, I'm talking about guys that've been fishing ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years. They're not doing it good. And you've really, you've done it really well, extremely well, is social media, YouTube, um, branding, to build a brand, to build a following. Talk a little bit about that, because there's a lot of people watching right now that they, they, yeah. they have no idea. They have no idea what they're doing. I wish I had a deep they, answer for that. They can't figure it out. But whatever you're doing, you're doing right. You're you're doing really good because people recognize it mm-hmm. to to the point where we had comments come through cool. like, man, we got. Please ask Brian about this, please. I, I wish I had a really cool, deep answer that would make me seem like I'm really smart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I really don't. Um, I know one thing I do see is a lot of people wait. They overthink social media. I can I can say that. I know that probably doesn't help a lot. Um, dude, I just take pictures of what I'm doing. I, it's really like that's it. I you know I try to keep it positive. Try not to throw shade on people. It's really that's really yeah. all that's really all I've done. I try to keep it consistent. I think um, that's a great answer though because I can tell you from from my own experience with social media with YouTube, <laughs> people want to see yeah, they want to see you being you. Yeah, yeah. they want to dude. 
I can make a post that one of my sponsors say they they send an email oh, and they no say no traction. They say make this post. Here's how we want waste it. Waste of time. You know, and and contractually sometimes you have to do yeah, it. You got to do it. It's so a waste you put of it time. out there, and I watch it. It goes. It has a little height, and then it goes. Yep. And then, dude, I'll post a Take picture. Take your cell phone. Oh yeah. Dude, I'll post a picture of me and Becky waiting for the kids at the end of the driveway at the bus stop the other day, their last day of school. Do people love it? Yes. They go crazy. Yes. And if it happens to have a Wild Gear cooler in it, and I right. tag them, dude, the traction of that of real life versus this plan thought yeah. out. Dude, I, I think that's I think that's the answer. Um, you know, here recently I've I've kind of become um, pretty good friends with David Dudley. And uh, he's just started doing YouTube. His YouTube stuff's doing like it's. I wish I would have grown as fast as he did. Um, it's doing well. But that's one of the things he was he was asking me about. You know, what do you do? How do you do it? Et cetera. I was like, Dudley, I don't know. I say the best way that a best analogy I can make for you is it's like fishing. You just put something out there and see if they like it. And if they don't, you do something else. And if they like that, and you keep doing that. I don't have I don't have anything <laughs> to say. Like yeah. I wish I did. Yeah. I wish I could make myself look so smart here, um, but you know I, I just don't have it. It's just like just taking pictures of what you're doing and or where you're going, and it's that's all social media is. Yeah. It's really not that deep. Uh, it's really not that well, hard. I, it, well, you know I, I think you start step one is you have to have a life that's interesting. Yeah, and where you the, know. The, I, the, <laughs> where the rest of us struggle. Well, I think um, <laughs> it, it's weird with social. It's, it's especially hard on, on YouTube. A lot of the stuff that I'll put out, I think is so cool, never does anything. Yeah. And then something I'm like, oh, I put this out because I just promised everybody I'd do a video on Monday at 12 o'clock. And you put it out and you think it's crap. And then everybody's like, it's 100 comments in an hour. So yeah. I, I don't uh, know. Only best analogy I can make is like the social stuff's a little bit like fishing. You just gotta kind of experiment with it. Um, I don't understand algorithms. I don't understand, you know, all that fancy terminology. Yeah. Uh, you guys saw me. I was doing a little of my YouTube stuff. People never believe me when I tell them I really don't have a camera. Like this is my YouTube thing, my yeah. cell phone. I don't even have a camera. I have one. I just really would rather not use it. 90% of the time it's on my cell phone, and I will use the GoPro if I have to. I hate the GoPro. So unreliable. Mm. Um, but that's all I have. I don't really I don't have any offense equipment. I don't have a studio. I don't have, Dude, I don't have any th- of that cool There's stuff. a lot of people watching and listening right now that are like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've invested nothing in YouTube at all. Zero dollars. I take that back. I bought two GoPros earlier this year because I wanted to wear a chesty and I wanted to keep the one on my Yolotech. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Yolotech. Yeah. Too, yeah. Yolotech's best thing you could ever ever use. That's one tip. Maybe that'll help somebody. Uh, when my boat was made, I had them install two light poles at the console so I can have my Yolotech midways of the wow. boat. Wow. Yeah. All the way at the back. Mm-hmm. That cost me about eighty-five bucks. So so far, I probably put about three hundred dollars in YouTube. <laughs> wow, so, Becky, what's up? Be loud. Sorry, the, I, uh, was I was not supposed to do that. But. No, this <laughs> is like live. You can do anything you want. Uh, How'd the soccer game go, Miss Miss? They won cool. the second game. Cool. Cool. I like it. I like it. Lat, one of the things you said when you first started on that segment was that you you try to be positive and and you don't throw shade on yeah. any other people and. 
that's really hit home with with a few people on the message board that you know it it never it never hurts you to to try and boost someone else up or to try and you know support somebody else's page right and um you know that that's just really cool man i think that's why you stand out to a lot of people and a lot of people are drawn to you because you're a very positive person uh, yeah dude i mean i've heard conversations with people saying yeah you know dude i don't follow people because uh you know i just don't follow people i don't know dude like i'll follow you you know like i have a hard time you know there's like a a, a movement now where people don't even want you to post your pictures on on instagram or, or on on social dude if you're at the ramp you got a big one you've been holding i'll take the picture for you I don't know what to, I think. Some of that's maybe yeah. arrogance and all that yeah. got going on in the sport. I think we're giving um, the powers to be gas when we do stuff like that as an industry. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just giving Pete a gas every time we say, "Oh, you're not. You're breaking his lip, or you're doing this. You, you know, you're doing oh, that. Gosh, uh, you're yeah. not holding him right. Oh, you held two in the live oh, well for all day. Are they still around with that? Oh yeah, it's, it's bad. It's really bad amongst really? our um, amongst our, our pro anglers. I think it's worse. It's, it's the worst. Uh, or where it hurts me, where I hear it the most, and it hurts. Because um, I understand, dude. I, I fish weekends. When I fish weekends, dude, let me get my glory shot, dude. I want to take a picture, man. And plus, you just let him go, dude. We're catching a release, you know. Yeah. Like, let people win. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to let anybody else win. We only want to be the ones that win. So, uh, I'm just not with that crowd, dude. Just... See, I'm not dialed into any of this. So, how prevalent is this harassment? Yeah, it's pretty bad, dude. Really? It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's very discouraging. I think it's bad. Especially on on handling bass. I see that one a ton. I think think the big picture is we don't yet know how to communicate online. I think that there needs to be a course taught in school or we need to learn from when we're kids. No, man, people are just terrible people. They don't need a course. I don't think they realize what the effect their words are having. They wouldn't say these things to your face. I think I They wouldn't do it. No, they they would never say it to your face. Everybody just wants to be the guy that knows it knows it all so let me show it on your page communicate with me like like we're standing across from each other yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. think about it like that yeah with everything you nobody has ever said anything to me in person about how i've held the best (laughs) it's crazy isn't it yeah never it's crazy i've never said hey dude Walk around the way of the stage. Hey, will you take a picture for me? Nobody's ever said no. Yep. Never crazy. done that. Because I'm going to tell you, the one guy that does stay away from him, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that means he's nuts. If you got that argument, you know, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's taboo, what I just said. You know, all I'm saying is, dude, I'm not with that crowd. And if you got a picture, yeah, I'll, I'll take the picture for you. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. Not yeah. trying to start steer the pot and say this is right, this is wrong. All I'm saying is, I'm not with that crowd. I'll take your picture for you. I'm not mad at you if you're holding a five pounder in your picture um, that you caught and you want to take pictures at the end of the day. All I'm saying is I'm not mad at you. Yeah. I can't believe saying. this is yeah. a thing, and I'm hearing it's it for thing, the first dude. time. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, it's yeah. a thing, Dave. It's, yeah. it's changed some of the things that I do. I actually. What? I, I, well, one of the things. If you don't, if you don't want to take the criticism, you, you alter for sure. Yeah. You oh, well, let me they, let me explain. They, they get on your page when during the spawn, like one of the big things, like when I guide and I teach, right? You got to have the hero shots because that inspires so you your business. It, it, it help makes people want to go fishing with you. Wow, look at the fish that Pete's guys caught, you know. And uh, so what I would do is I would, you know, we'd keep our four biggest Absolutely. in the live well, mm-hmm. and then and the the, the best selling shot I had was my clients holding up their four biggest fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the spawn season, I would, I just got pummeled with, you know, do you have to keep those fish all day during the spawn? 
and it just was repetitive and over and over and over again. And, you know, I, I started thinking about it, trying to figure out how I was going to handle it, but I, I stopped doing it. Yeah. I stopped doing it's, it. It's, it's not just bass fishing. Yeah. It's, wow. it's striper fishermen are horrendous on each other. Yeah. Kayak fishermen, I'm in some kayak pages. Those guys are brutal. If you're not in the kayak they're using, it's just, it's everything. Hunting is oh unbelievable. Well, it's yeah. just people in general. I can't and, do and it. And like I said, they don't, people just don't know how to talk to each other yeah. online. Message board says, screw PETA. If you want to read the, some of where the dumbest people in fishing gather, go read the, <laughs> M- <laughs> go read the MLF comments, bro. Yeah. <laughs> On the MLF post. Oh my word! Oh I don't know where they dredge those guys up. Yeah, that Here whole conversation right now is lit. <laughs> yeah. Any of that, <laughs> any of that about organizations and yeah. that's I mean, just just, just anybody catching a that's fish Jerry on Springer that right now. <laughs> you know, that's bad. It's just bad. It's bad. Speaking anyway, speaking of Jerry I feel like Springer, my dad listening to rap music. I never even knew this existed, <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I had no clue, man. I feel so out of it. <laughs> you talk, I am. You, you talk about all the haters in your, your latest video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, how prevalent that is in, in the pro community. Yeah. People are disliking you? Uh, well, you know, it's not just me. It's other people, oh. too. I, that's, yeah. um, you know, I just did a video with my wife. We did a, we had a vacation. I kind of vlogged the, the whole trip. And, um, we just, pedicure. Just, just kind of, yeah, did a pedicure, I my first that. pedicure last week. <laughs> and so... Um, <laughs> You know, we just did small talk. We have all these kind of small, you know, just regular conversation. We're driving and going about business. So I decided, you know, I'd, I'd film two or three minutes of it. And, uh, you know, we just talked about parts of the proficient since that's so new to us. You know, a couple things we liked, a couple things we didn't like. And um, even though I talked a lot about the stuff I liked, too, there's one thing I said about, you know, just, just the hate um, among competitors. And that really seemed to resonate with a lot of people. But uh, I was pretty pretty unaware or, or surprised, caught off guard of, um, you know, the hate amongst, uh, you know, competitors. Like, I don't want to see Ike win. So when he wins, like, dude, he didn't win by that much. Yeah. Or, you know, like, <laughs> and it's been really prevalent, uh, you know, here recently. You yeah. know, even even with, like, social media stuff. Yeah. Like, how, much, how much razzing did you get on the pedicure choice? Uh, just some, you know, like, you know, real hardcore... <laughs> Good old boys, yeah. you know. Say, but I mean, I don't care. As like, long as it, but as if it's funny. That's, that's cool. If it's funny. I got a wife and two yeah. kids. You say funny. what you want to yeah. now. Like you can say whatever you want. They're like your man car suspended. Go, buddy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's not funny. Yeah, you, dude. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. but yeah, that was um, that was just one of the things I mentioned in that. It's like I was I was a little caught off off guard about that. I, I just didn't realize it was such deep um, discord. Between, of course, you know I'm a competitor. I want, of course, I want to beat you. I want to beat Dave. I want to beat, you know, I want to beat whoever. But I can't. Im- I, I personally can't imagine not wanting or like dissing on somebody when they do do win or do well or he only yeah. caught them because you're he gets more help than anybody. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, like, oh, you hear, you hear that a I, lot. Oh, you hear that a lot. I'm so you're, sick you're of that. You're probably the best person in the room because we always wish people don't win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Man. Yeah. yeah. No. So, all right. So that's one thing. But to go out and publicly spew that. Yes. That's a problem for me. Yes. Yeah. You're a star that's, amongst supernovas in here, dude. <laughs> no, but he's, he's right. To say it. To say it. To in say public. it. Yeah. yeah. We're in private. We're riding down the road, dude. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you know. Like, oh, yeah. yeah I yeah, screams yeah. too much. I don't want him to win. That's one thing. But when you go 
and publicly say it like, dude, that's just another level of ignorance. Yeah, and yeah, I just, I can't deal with it. I don't I, understand it. I, I could agree. never see myself doing that. That's I agree. all I'm saying. It's like, it's like I look at a YouTube video, right? Yeah. And I just wonder about the people that thumbs down stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, what motivates yeah, to you, take, man? To take the time to, to watch, watch the video and then hit the thumbs down. Like, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, no, I know, move dude. On. It's, somebody, oh, somebody spent all I can this fish time with to my put something kid. out, and you're just like, no. man. And they thumbs down it. Oh, yeah. man. So, like, but, you know, whatever. That Like, that that stuff doesn't matter. It's yeah. just like 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 Why? I was yeah. saying like I just wonder like yeah. I just don't no, click that man one, I, just move on I have to I have to mention this because we're talking about all this and it cracks me up I posted a picture of Vegas in his last tournament he only caught one yeah but it was like a two and a half pound smallmouth <laughs> no dude he was so proud yeah. and it got him third place because yeah, yeah. half the kids didn't catch anything and he held it up and there was a little blood just under the gill plate oh and no one you of the did. comments came know. in and said well glad he got a trophy because that fish ain't gonna live. Unbelievable. But, dude, I let the other fans just yeah. hat out of Beat him. Oh, oh, yeah. Beat him up. Yeah. Beat him up. It felt so good. Yeah. I never had to say anything. Yeah. I just watched oh, it go down. Best. Oh, you don't so got to awesome. say anything. And the wolves just come in and Oh, the wolves up. got him, dude. That's this yeah. guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Brian's a great one, man. Oh, he, Brian, Brian's a wolf himself. Oh, man. yeah. He, he will defend <laughs> to the death. Yeah. yeah. I love that about him. Yeah. yeah. I do, too. I, I, he I got all my buddies back. Yeah. He does not put up with it. Nah. That's awesome. That's part of the territory, though. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I got my my circle of buddies that I call when you see something, somebody comments on your stuff or whatever. You're like, dude, look at this. But, you know, I try not to spew yeah. that out publicly, but you're like, yeah, are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? It's crazy, There's only man. so much stupid that can be tolerated. Yeah. <laughs> and at some point, you got to say something. Hey, right. B-Lat, did, did you get a, a, a plaque from Backwoods Graphics after your... Uh, your win there on Seminole. On Seminole, what's Backwood Graphics? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one of me holding the two up is yeah, the metal yeah, thing. It's made of metal. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, yeah. I did. Backwoods. I didn't think of it as a plaque. I thought it was like a picture. That was yeah, my I got fault. It. I, I worded it wrong. Yeah, but, yeah, I got well, one. Backwoods Graphics actually just chimed in on the message board yeah, cool. and sent that picture. Thank you. Sent wow. that picture over on the message board of that. Of that cool. uh, that metal piece, yeah, and that's so a cool looking thing. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's like it's like a, it's my photo on like a piece of aluminum or something. It's really cool, man. Pretty rad. Yeah, yeah I think we got one in here. Yeah, 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 yeah just like that. that. Shout out to cool. Backwood Graphics for that. Is that champagne? Hang in there, man. That's champagne in it. <laughs> Looking for your shot. That is uh, that Eerie. is uh, Lake Erie, Erie, Northern Open, out of Sandusky. That got you into the classic. It right? got me into the yeah. classic that year. Giants, giants. That was the Hail cool. Mary. Oh, it was so good. The only thing better than winning that and getting to the Classic was catching a six-and-a-half-pounder in front of Lefevre on the last day. <laughs> Speaking of not casting shade. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not casting shade. I'm just saying it felt good. I'm not casting any shade. Uh, let's change the conversation a little bit, and I do want to, I, I, I do want to, Brian, talk about this because this is the second part to the social media question that we kept seeing. You did catch a six-and-a-half in what, front of him? Oh, yeah. On Erie? On Erie. That's his home body. Oh, so nice. Um, <laughs> it was... Uh, <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> uh, we won't say any more about it. Uh, Brian, I, would, I do want to get you to talk a little bit about... Um, you've had a successful sponsor career. Um, you, you know, again, a lot of a lot of guys are looking at it. They're, they're looking at these guys that have had these 15, 20, 25-year runs... And you've been able to really put together a nice portfolio uh, of sponsors and sponsors that, you know, 
guys look at it and they say, man, this is he's out there using this stuff. Talk a little bit about that because that's the other big question I think a lot of our viewers and listeners have is what what's the magic there? And um, you're doing you're do- obviously doing it right. You know, it's, it's you know I could say a bunch of fancy stuff, but at the end of the day, it's just value. Um, I think running a, a company for so long. Yeah, I think I understand that probably better than the average yeah, guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. When you're when you're when you're writing the checks, when you're paying payroll, um, you kind of understand what people are looking for. I yeah. think that really put me in advantage when it came to the business side of fishing, because uh, really at the, at the end of the day, I'm still even though I've switched careers, I'm still doing the same thing. I still have a client base, and I still have got to report to people each month. You still got to send them an invoice. They still got to get something in exchange for that money, and that's really all it is. So that stuff helped me out tremendously yeah and then also going back to the same thing i know i'm circling back to the same stuff over and over but just having a job that i didn't really like so bad that i just wanted i I didn't want to be lazy and just fish i wanted to work but i wanted to work at fishing so i kind of started doing these like videos and stuff like that and like my first one and some of my stuff still sucks but my early on stuff sucks so bad like so bad i want to delete it and you know, like, I just kept working on that, just kept working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it, and then, uh, you know, just kept shooting it to sponsors, kept shooting it to people. Uh, nobody likes to hear this. This is another taboo. Watch out. I did stuff for free for a long time, you know, three or four years. I, I, you know, I didn't get paid for doing videos. Yeah. I just, I, but I, I thought about it from my perspective. I would have never hired a guy that didn't know how to run a skid steer, but he could come and try to learn. And then when he did good at it, then I would probably pay him. So yeah. I just, you know, I had that. Yeah, prove your worth. Yeah, prove, prove your it. value. And nobody yeah. wants to talk about it. Like, that's so taboo. Well, this guy only gets 15% off. That's another laughing stock of the community, fishing community right now. Well, dude, I started off like that until I started getting paid. You know, and then 50% turned into free. And then free turned into, we'll pay you $1,500 yeah. a year. And then, and then $1,500 turned into $10,000 a year. And then so, like. I just, I just, I wasn't really that scared. Yeah. I, I didn't really mind. I, I understood why they couldn't sort you off at ten grand. Yeah. You know, um. So I, that's that's how I started. That's, a, that's hard for a lot of young anglers, I think, to to wrap their hands around. Is that you don't start out with no a hundred thousand dollars sponsorship or a free boat. You got to build to get to that level. Because our generation failed at raising them right. Well, well, he, he some was of raised that. by he yeah. was raised by grit, right? You know what I mean. Right. A guy with that life a experience. We raised them. Oh yeah, soft as baby crap. So yeah, kind of sponsorships look cool too. Everybody thinks that you know that kind of legitimizes you. I, I've taken a lot of high school fishermen fishing, and uh, they they always talk about you know how do I get sponsors. I'm like, dude, can you just learn how to tie a knot right now? <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah. Not, you know, not yet. Um, so I think I think they want that because it, it sounds cool, looks cool. That's a true mark of being a pro, I think. Once you start getting sponsors, right? Uh, How are you a pro if you're I, not? You know, I I I guess. Um, I mean, when you start I making guess. an income, I whether it's that, through earning, whether it's through tournament winnings or sponsorships or a combination of both, I think yeah. that marks it. Yeah. 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 Steve um, Kennedy been, don't be got no sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a pro. Steve Kennedy's the exception he's to the rule. Yeah, he's the exception to the rule. I was not yeah. the exception to the rule. I did you know, I didn't have a lot of money. So I had to figure out something. You know, I tell you my dad told me to figure it out and that was all of that was a process of him telling me you you're gonna have to figure it out. And so I just started doing stuff. Anything. You know, like anything. 
just trying just like yeah. i was saying when it's tough fishing you start just throwing anything like they're going to bite something right so I just start trying stuff dude mm-hmm. well i think a lot of guys have a sense of urgency too to ask sponsors for more money than there's value because they can't yeah. do it yeah they can't keep going professionally unless they get the money yeah and so they're they're kind of forced in a position to to ask for too much yeah. early on yeah my, you know? my deal was i was just trying to buy time by by working hard on mm-hmm. you know whatever I had to do, uh, you're just buying time. I knew I knew eventually. There's no way. Just that's not how the process works. If you work hard at something, eventually it'll break. But I needed to buy time. So, dude, what what I need to do? I need a video. Do I need to pick up sticks today? What, what is it going to be? Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think there's any magic to that either. But at the end of the day, it just has to be value on on both ends. Because now it's getting to where <laughs> I'm looking for sponsors. Like if you're not bringing value. Get away from me, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. everybody wants your time, you know. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it it that is an ebb and flow there. Yeah. I can definitely do. Wish cool. I would have spent time being. I, I I kept wishing for a dump truck to run a red light, take that boat right off the back <laughs> of my truck. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. The opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but listen, uh, this is a great segue to take a break. Uh, great lesson there, though, Pete. Hard work does pay off if you, sure if you keep working hard. Um, hang in there with us. We've got yeah, Riz. What do you got? We, we got, got one thing. Okay. Yeah, we, <laughs> go ahead. we got we got one more thing. There's a preliminary winner right now for okay. the for the Doctor Squatch Dirty Comment. Um, the preliminary winner is actually going to be Mark Daniels Jr. for for quoting that we like to chase strippers. However, oh. Mark Daniels will not be a winner. So for the third segment, the funniest comment that comes through related to the show on the message board, you're going to be our Doctor Squatch. Dirty comment. There you winner. go. Okay, third segment, Dr. Squatch winner. Uh, also, uh, let me remind everybody, hang in there with us because we come back from this break. This is the last segment. And we got a couple big things happening, Brian the Carpenter. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, we got a mystery tackle box unboxing. Yes. We're going to be talking a little bit about a TH product, G Juice. We've got a fishbowl. Yes, we're going to open up the phone lines and we've got some fun happening. And we have some fun happening. Yeah, we're going to take some calls. We're going to take some calls. Yeah. And maybe some rapid fire questions yeah, yeah, yeah. for Brian. Okay, hang in there with us. We come back. The last segment of Ike Live. Like, you good, man? You know, we're doing a video right now, right? I'm about to go down there and tackle that dude. Hey! <laughs> hey, the official world. What's shaking, fat cat dude, and coming at you? Listen. Let's talk about something very important, and I'm not talking about Jack and Jaws Ripping Lips 2455 and Big Belly Kelly out of a brush pile. I found Primal Urge Foods. Ladies and gentlemen, what Primal Urge Foods is, it is a monthly meat stick box month. Every month, you get a box of meat sticks to your door. Retail is probably, I don't know, $30, $40, $14.95 a month. Now, you can pick many different varieties. You can pick a surprise box. You get a little bit of this, you get a little bit of that. You get the 24, 55, and 54. No, we don't like antibiotics. No antibiotics. And these right here, completely, completely eagle-free. Now, the gas station B6 you buy probably have eagle in them. They have rhinoceros in them. But we are Americans. America! We're not eating bald eagles in our meat sticks. Guaranteed, none of these meat sticks have bald eagle in them. That's the number one reason to buy these meat sticks. You want to get granddaddy a gift? Hey, I... You're dating a girl. Ooh, she fine as muscadine wine. And you want to warm up her hair? Tell you, I'm getting excited talking about women. I forget. I forget what it's. Primal urge. 
$14.95 a month. Monthly meat box subscription. It could be called a uh, bombs. Bombs. Box of meat sticks. <laughs> you just do like I do, and every month the box shows up, and I don't know what's going to be in it, but they're all delicious. The meat right there. That is, I, I tell you what, that's something going right there. It's girthy. It's Fat Cat Newton, Prime Watch Foods. Please. Ike Live is the code, guys. Ike Live. Ike Live is the code. Okay? Prime Watch Foods, Ike Live is the code. It gets you $5 off a box. Okay? I'm respooling my reels, baby. Oh, hush. Come on. Watch yourself. Whoa, watch yourself. Come on. Get them close. I got them close. No Hold my arms so tight. Oh, all right. Ready? One, two, three. Surprise! Oh, yes! Yes! Woo! Is everything yes. everyone wants? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, yes. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, baby, go back. box is the perfect gift for the fishing fanatic in your life. It's a monthly box filled with some of the most innovative fishing gear on the market, hand-selected by industry professionals. Check out all the different options available at mysterytacklebox.com. Hey everybody, Mike Iaconelli here. I love fishing this time of the year. It's cold, it's winter, it's snowing, but if you want to prevent the buildup of ice, use real snot. Every time I'm fishing this time of the year, I put a couple squirts on all my guides, especially the tip, before I start casting. Try that tip when you're fishing under these cold conditions, and you're going to catch more fish. See you later. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. You work hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice Live Well Treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. 